Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us here today on TIP International Radio. I'm your host, Leah Mastin. And of course, I must introduce my beautiful co-host who has joined the TIP International Radio podcast full time. And we are so honored to have her as a host of the show. Originally from Namibia, she was crowned Miss Universe in 1992. Please welcome Michelle McLean. Hey, hello, Leah. It's so good to be on the show and to all our listeners. It's um, I'm just so humbled and honored to be a part of this process and this wonderful TIP radio show. Oh, well, we are so excited to have you join the show. So excited. Thank you. And we've got an amazing, amazing interviewee today. Yes. Uh, top industry professionals, TIP International Radio Podcast, is here to showcase prestigious top professionals from all industries all over the globe to share their experience and stories of success. Now, we have a very special guest, as I just mentioned. Joining us today is a world-renowned top holistic healer, doctor of oriental medicine, and an acupuncture physician. She was just recently honored at the International Association of Top Professionals, IAOTP, annual awards gala at the Bellagio Hotel for her selection as top doctor of the year in oriental medicine and acupuncturist of the year. So everyone, please welcome Dr. Bonnie McLean. Hi, Dr. McLean. Thank thank you you for joining us. (laughs) Thank you for the nice introduction. Gosh, you have got a list of accolades as long as my arm, and it's really, really long. <laughs> now, Bonnie, you've dedicated over 50 years of your life to the healthcare industry and in healing. Um, tell us first, what first got you interested in this field. Was that something you were always interested in? Yes, actually it was. I always knew I wanted to be a healer from childhood. I just... My dad was a doctor. He was a a urologist and also a surgeon and an author and did a lot of lectures all over the world. And my mother was a nurse. And so I grew up in Western medicine. That's all I knew. But I knew, you know, that that was the field I wanted to go in. And back then, this was a long time ago, but back then women could only, you could either be a nurse or a school teacher or a secretary or a beautician. That was, that was the limit. That's what we became. So it never occurred to me to go to medical school and be a doctor, although I don't really know if I even wanted to do that because I wanted to touch people. I wanted to do what nurses do and to do the hands-on and be able to take time and listen to people and get to know the families and the patients individually. We were taught to do back rubs and foot rubs and you know, all the personal care that we don't really have that much anymore. You know, medicine's gotten really technological now. So, but I just always knew that's what I wanted to do. And then I also, I had a lot of health issues myself and I had to learn to heal from those. And so I think that that took me more along the lines, you know, of the natural healing too. So I did practice nursing for 20 years. My dad wanted to educate me really well. So he sent me to Duke University and I loved that. And I loved my 20 years of nursing. And I started having the health issues and I had to start looking at my whole lifestyle because nurses, at least I back then, did not have good health habits. You know, we'd work these long hours. We'd eat a lot of sugar to keep going, drink a lot of coffee to keep going. And it took its toll. So... I had to learn to heal myself and in that process, you know, moved more into the holistic realm 
Um, I was out in California, living out in California when the holistic movement started back in the 1970s. And so I jumped on the bandwagon and I started going to all their seminars and learning, you know, about diet and exercise and sleep and lifestyle and, um, you know, taking better care of myself. And it all worked. And I never did have to go on the medications that the doctors were trying to put me on at the time. They, they wanted to put me on some kind of heart medication and stuff that I would have had to stay on. And I didn't want to do that. So it all worked. And then I fell in love with an acupuncturist who um, kind of led me in that direction. I was so impressed with, you know, watching him treat the human and animal patients. He treated both. And so I knew it wasn't placebo, especially with the animals. They can't, you know, they're not going to decide, oh, yeah, this is going to help me. I mean, they, but they trusted him and he helped them so much and helped me a lot with the acupuncture. So kind of went in that direction. I was going to become a, counselor. I had gone back to school, got a master's in counseling at Pepperdine, and that's what I thought I wanted to do. And then I switched horses in midstream and went five more years back to study again. So I have no regrets. I've been doing it almost 40 years, and I absolutely love every day of it. So yeah, but it started out in childhood. <laughs> Well, Bonnie, that's amazing that you did grow up like that. And, and I have to say, um, having the same name, McLean, I grew up with a background as well, my father being a chiropractor and being around holistic medicine my whole life. So obviously, I've always been very skeptical about the, the, the medical world. However, it does have a place in our world, and I'm sure you agree with that. But for those listening, for those who've never experienced holistic healing, Chinese medicine, acupuncture, sometimes it just sounds so strange and sort of witchcrafty to them. So tell our listeners <laughs> what they should expect or experience trying the holistic approach rather than what happens when you go to a regular doctor who prescribes medication. Well, the difference is that Western medicine, and it's wonderful, it has wonderful things, but it fixes things. It uses medication procedures and surgeries to fix a, a symptom. Whereas with the natural medicine, the holistic medicine, that is a healing approach. And the healing and fixing are two different things. And, you know, they both have their place. Uh, you know, I have total respect for Western medicine, having grown up in it and experienced it myself. Holistic medicine is working with the whole person, which is body, but natural approaches like diet and exercise, mind and emotions, and also spirit. And to me, spirit is working with love. You know, no matter what modality we're using, if we, if we uh, have love involved, the particular technique to me is not as important. To me, that's the one ingredient of uh, true healing, deep, deep healing. So it is, it's, it's working with the whole person, plus it's working, it, it empowers the patient. We want to educate the patient. So what I do with my work is I will kind of kickstart the healing process because our bodies are their own healers. We all are our own healer. And if we can find ways to kickstart that process, and also to maybe get rid of some of the blockages to the healing. Sometimes there are, you know, certain blockages and acupuncture is really good at opening up, you know, the energy flows so the blockages aren't there anymore. And, and then supporting the body as it heals itself 
and then also educating the patients so that they don't have to keep coming back to us. We want to empower our patients. So we work in a partnership. We're not authoritarian. We're not saying you do this and this and this. We work with the patient back and forth and want them to be part of the decision-making process. You know, I really like for my patients to know when they need to come in and see me. You know, they knew they knew to come in the first time. So, you know, they're going to know when to come in again when they need it. And they can feel when their body goes out of balance again. So the acupuncture, we talk about that as bringing the body back into homeostasis so it can heal itself, bringing the body back into its own balance. And I know it sounds kind of like voodoo because, I mean, people do, you know, they're always saying, I don't care if you, you know, wear chicken feathers. And, you know, it's like, no, that's not what this is. <laughs> but I think they pick them with the needles, you know, with the dog and stuff. <laughs> but no, there's no connection here. Um, so, you know, I like to, to work with people and, you know, help them coming back, back into their own balance, knowing that the body is going to heal. Now, the difference too, is it's not a quick fix. It's a process. And that's something that we're not used to in this culture. We're used to instant everything, you know, drive through food, drive through this or that. Everything is instant gratification. This is not bad. Yeah, it takes, it takes commitment, right? Commitment and real effort to, to get healthy and to stay healthy. It really does. And that's part of my job is to inspire people and to educate them on how they can do that and inspire them, you know, to stay with that process. And hopefully, you know, they do continue to come back and see me now and then to get another kickstart. And they do. That's so what, what, would you, what would you say to somebody who questions the holistic medicine side? I mean, it's one thing you've already got people that are convinced by it, but what about those that are skeptical? What do you say? Well, to I don't, I don't try to convince anybody. It may not be their thing. You know, there's something for everybody and there's something for each of us at different times in our lives. There've been times that I have needed surgery and I was so appreciative that I had that. And I think that they're miracles that Western medicine does. I mean, when I had cataract surgery, I had a spiritual experience with that. I walked into Walmart and I could see colors and I could see depth. <laughs> I was just going, oh, wow, this is beautiful. <laughs> so, you know, they're, they're miracles. And then, but we're walking miracles ourselves. So, no, I don't really try to convince anybody of anything. I, I think everybody is entitled to their own way and their own opinion and some people stay with total allopathic medicine their whole lives and don't want anything that i have to offer and that's that's fine you know everybody's an individual and they have that right you make me want to go out and get acupuncture now <laughs> get all aligned well it's it's a wonderful it's a wonderful system it no matter what I'm treating people, just about, I would say 90% of the time, I'm not gonna say 100, but they leave with a sense of well-being that they did not walk in with. When, when their bodies get balanced and they relax on the table and the neurotransmitters of their brain and their nervous system get balanced, and they, a lot of times they'll doze off, and I take that as a, as a huge compliment, but almost invariably, um, you know, they'll walk out, they, no matter what I was treating, they, they go, wow, you know, I feel just, I don't know why, but I just feel better. 
and usually it, it's cumulative though, like the first time it may last for a day, you know, and then they start moving back. But the more often we can bring them back into their balance, then the longer it will last. So even if they're coming in, usually they'll have symptoms if they come in, but nobody comes in to tell me that they feel good. You know, I'm like a dentist that way, I guess we're talking yeah. about dentists. <laughs> nobody comes yeah. in, you know, because they're on top of the world, you know, and they go, hey, I think I'll just try some acupuncture. Just, just passing by. <laughs> well, occasionally I get somebody that just wants to experience it. Yeah. But most of the time they have some kind of pain problem or some kind of stress-related issue. And this last 18 months, I've stayed very busy with all the trauma that our collective trauma that we've all been going through and working with people's immune systems. That's another thing acupuncture can do. Acupuncture and herbs. I do Chinese herbs too. So I'm kind of eclectic though, the way I practice. Coming from my Western background, I also I practice energy medicine and shamanic healing. I use flower essences and homeopathy and Chinese herbs and you know nutrition. I've been doing it so long, I have a lot of things. <laughs> you're, you're a one-stop <laughs> shop, <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> I need to go anywhere else, go to Dr. McLean. <laughs> well, each person, you know, they might be, you know, you know, more acceptable, you know, some things or they may respond better, you know, to certain things. And, um, you know, each person's an individual with individual situations that they come in, nothing's cookbook. Well, in addition to all of your healing you're doing, which is amazing, uh, you're also a published author. Tell us about your book. See, I wrote that book it was published six years ago and it took me four years to write it. So that would have been 10 years ago. And Wayne Dyer, one time he said, don't die with your song unsung. And I, I thought, well, I'm pushing 70. So I think I better get started on my song because I think everybody should write a book. We all have a song to sing. Mm -hmm. So I spent four years traveling, researching. I love to research. And you know, writing, interviewing people and writing this book, and it's called Integrative Medicine, The Return of the Soul to Healthcare. That's what it looks like. It's a pretty cover, isn't it? Um, so it it's, it's kind of like, a, it's more, well, it's for lay people as well as professionals, but people that may not be <clears throat> that familiar with integrative medicine, which to me is, it's the best of both worlds. So it's the, I talk about allopathic medicine and the history of it and the miracles that it does. And I talk about holistic medicine and, you know, the miracles that we do with ourselves. And of course the shamanic healing and the history of holistic medicine when I was out in California and started going to these seminars. Um, I have a, a chapter on the art of, of self-care you know, something practical that everybody can use. Um, but that's a really good one. So <laughs> you know, how many women do not do that enough? And, and that's, that's incredible that you address that. Yes, I think so. The, um, also quantum energy medicine is one thing that I address and stress, how stress makes us ill and what we can do about that. <laughs> and I have a lot of resources. So even though I may have a chapter on a certain subject i have so many references and resources for people to you know go and find go deeper with those particular subjects 
that's that was that's what it's kind of meant for is just to kind of give an overview and then people and then you know resources for people to learn even more well that's amazing i mean i'm definitely going to get that book for my my mom and dad in namibia they live in africa but i mean that's brilliant integrated medicine they'll just lap it up that's just amazing now remember i said listeners that uh, dr mclean has got an a list of accolades as long as my arms. So throughout your illustrious career, you've won numerous awards, honors, and featured in magazines worldwide. In 2019, we heard that you were honored at the IAOTP's annual awards gala at the Bellagio Hotel for your selection as top doctor of the year in oriental medicine and as acupuncturist of the year. Last year, you were featured on the famous Reuters building in Times Square, you graced the front cover of Tip Magazine and received the Empowered Woman Award. And it continues. This year, you'll be honored at the New York Plaza Hotel in December to receive the IAOTP's Top Holistic Healer of the Decade Award. <laughs> I hope you know that. <laughs> Congratulations. That is quite Thank an you. achievement all around. How amazing. Now, what would you say has been the highlight of your career? I mean, there's so much, I, I guess, to it, um, but your most memorable experience that has to date made you who you are, you think? I think it's now. I think, that, I think I'm at the pinnacle of my career right now. I'm 76 and I still practice full time. No way. I love no my work. No way. Yes, I am I finished. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I, I love what I do. I love my work. And I've, I work now in a group with a group, a holistic group, a holistic clinic called Empathic Practice. Get that name, right? Empathic Practice. And that's how everybody is. It's a whole, it's a group of healers. And it's a very diverse, very eclectic group. And I'm probably included in the diversity because I'm one of the two elders there. The, uh, the physician <laughs> who's head of it, he and I are in our 70s, and everybody else is super young, and just all kinds of energy, and I think they like having the elders there, and we like being with the young people because it keeps us mm -hmm. both young. So he and I have common goals as far as, you know, staying as young and as, as healthy as we can for as long as we can, and so far, so good. So it's good. I... I and I love, um, I love being back in Pensacola. I love being part of my Pensacola community. That's, to me, that's a pinnacle. I know I spent years uh, feeling like I was walking to my own drummer because I was in a profession that was fringe and not really recognized in the country, which has really changed a lot in this last almost yeah. 40 years that I've been practicing. Uh, but I felt, I think I just felt like I always wanted community, but I always kind of felt like I just had to, you know, move, just keep marching, you know, in my own way. And I started realizing that, well, I, I thought that my idea of a community was to live, on, you know, on land with other people, but that was like the old communes of the 60s and 70s, right? And I realized that I am part of a community and it just it doesn't look like that. You know, it's, I, I have, I live alone with my three kitty cats and um, see my boyfriend on the weekends. So that's awesome. So, you know, and then work in this wonderful clinic and it's like, you know, life is just so good. 
So yeah, I think I'm, I feel like I'm at my pinnacle of my Sounds whole, like my it. whole career. <laughs> so Bonnie, when you're not working, um, what do you do for fun? What are some of your hobbies? Well, I mentioned some of them. I hang out with my boyfriend on the weekend. I don't cook, so he cooks for me and then he sends food. <laughs> well, I hang out with him on the weekends too if he did all the cooking. <laughs> yeah. But you're not allowed a boyfriend, Leah. Oh, I was, I know. <laughs> you can always wish. <laughs> and I, I love hanging out at my house with my three kitty cats. I have three ginger boys, Sunny, Shine, and Sky. Do I sound like a hippie or what, right, Sunny Shine? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> happy, happy And I love nature, so I spend a lot of time in my backyard. I, I purposely got a small house with a large yard. I don't like housework, but I love working in the yard. So I did that on purpose. So I spend, I garden, I walk in the park every day. I walk about two and a half miles a day in this park that has an eagle and an owl and during the right time of year, little red-winged blackbirds that come down and visit. They're such friendly little birds. And, you know, it's just, and I get to see the fish and every now and then we get a dolphin that comes into the, into the uh, water there. And um, so, you know, it's that. I like to uh, read. I like, I still like to research. I love to exercise my mind and I know it's good for my brain. I like to keep my brain young. Um, and I actually, my guilty pleasure is I read tablets. Tabloids. <laughs> you, you, you what? I, didn't I read tabloids. That's oh, one of my reads. Tabloids. <laughs> I thought you meant tablets. No, I mean, tabloids. What that, ancient the gossip, tablets the gossip. What's so bad about that? <laughs> the gossip magazines. I think there's some, uh, being a female, I don't know, there's something, or maybe it's a Southern female, but there's something about me that enjoys gossip. And this is a kind of an acceptable way for me to, you know, get that fixed without hurting anybody or doing it myself. You know, I can yeah. read somebody else that's done it. And gosh, they certainly are entertaining, aren't they, these days? Yes, they are. <laughs> They're funny. They're doing I have to say, there's a secret place in all of us that loves to hear that gossip. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, but you know, talking about that and talking about... It is so difficult to be successful without, you know, the judgment and whatever in the world. What do you think led to your success in your life? Community. I wouldn't have said that probably when I was younger. I would have said it's because uh, I'm an overachiever. I've always been an overachiever. Um, you know, always learning, always doing stuff, but that's not it. It's, it really isn't. I think with my my years, um, I realized that it really is community and it's all of us together. I, I see us as, you know, a global community and I feel like um, IAOTP is part of my community. You know, I'm, I have parts all over the world and in Pensacola, but I see us all as being like in a circle holding hands and if one person falls and stumbles, there are two people on either side to lift them back up. So, I, I, you know, it's like I really know now that it's not me alone. I think my, I had COVID last year and I really, that's what really brought it home, the importance of community because I had a near-death experience. I was in the hospital in intensive care 
And there was a part of me that just kind of went to this very peaceful place. And I wasn't afraid. I didn't feel alone, even though I was alone. I was in isolation. And I could have left, you know, I, I just, and I was okay with it. And it made me not afraid of death anymore because it's a peaceful experience. I know that now. And then I, I don't know, I was getting so many prayers from my community and I felt something. And I, at the time I didn't know what it was, but I felt these warm waves of love just wash over me. And I know it was their prayers. And that, and I thought, no, I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying here with my people, no matter what, you know, I'm going to stay here. And then, you know, and then I came out of the crisis. And so between that and the doctors, because they were amazing. They, a year ago, everything that they did was experimental. Now it's mainstream, but they tried everything. And, uh, you know, the, the dedication of the hospital personnel is just amazing. My heart is so so there with these first responders and these people on the front lines. So I, I love to work with vets and I love to work with first responders most of everybody. I love all my patients, but these are, you know, these, this is where my heart really um, is. And yeah, so it, it, it's all of us together. And I appreciate so much, you know, being able to communicate with both of you too and being part of this community because it does uplift all of us that are in it. So I wanted to thank you. Well, thank you, Bonnie. Because, and, and I'm just so grateful that you pulled through and that you're healthy. And, and it shows that you have a real respect and love for you know, traditional medicine. Not only, you, know, you happen to be a natural healer, but that's mm -hmm. wonderful. So it shows us that, you know, that integration is so important for us in our lives. There's a place for everything. And we've just had so much fun with you today and it's, it's so insightful i know our listeners got so much out of this wonderful interview and leah great to be on your team yes i'm so <laughs> excited to have you so nice talking with you bonnie thank you leah so nice to see you again and nice yes. to meet you michelle and i really appreciate your time and and the interview thank you so much wonderful and i will see you in december and yes listeners yeah. out there who would like to contact you they must please go to your website www.spiritgatemedicine.com that is spiritgatemedicine.com and you'll thank get you. dr mclean right there <laughs> cheers you. guys have a wonderful Bye. day thank you you too bye-bye <laughs>